Why are you watching that? Please don't tell mom. Tell me. It's gonna be great. Um. Yeah, I usually do like a hello, it's just Don't Tell My Mom podcast, so I'm doing that now. Hey, it's the Don't Tell My Mom podcast, uh, and we're going to have a good time. That's the intro. That-, that, 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 was, that was more enthusiastic yeah. than, than most intros. So That took five takes. Like, before we even recorded, I was already, <laughs> I was out here just being like, like, before you got here, I was in the mirror like, this is the Don't Tell My Mom podcast. <clears throat> you know, maybe, you know, maybe try a little bit slower, because it, okay. it felt like you rushed into it. This I was is the Don't Tell My Mom Like, it sounded yeah. like... I am nervous. Well, are you nervous right now? I am nervous. Why? I'm easily taken advantage of. No. Uh, okay, you ready? What? <laughs> I'm easily taken advantage of. Uh, uh, this is the Don't Tell My Mom podcast. How was that? That was perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How did how did the name come about? How did what what, what made you be like that's the, that's the name? Um, I actually had a bunch of other names that I don't remember right now, but it was actually because I was like, well, I'm going to say stuff on here that my mom's going to be mad about. And she already isn't the biggest fan of my stand-up because, like, my jokes are a little, you know, vulgar. Um, but uh, so I was like, oh, don't tell my mom. That's perfect. Okay. So yeah. it, it, it stems from, the, from your mom not liking your jokes? Yeah. Exactly. You know what? My mom also doesn't like my jokes. <clears throat> I don't understand why. Your jokes are family-friendly. You know, I, I'm mostly available for children's parties. Right. Um, you know, if drag queens can read to kids. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can do dick jokes in front of children. Yeah, I mean, my dick's out constantly, so it would just perfectly fit in. Do you sun your genitals? I heard that's a thing. No, I've wanted to, but I don't think... Uh, I have, like, the perfect... Uh, you know the sculpture of David? Yes. And his little penis? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like that. Like, it, my penis just uh, covers my balls enough that it won't... It'll be a bad suntan. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, yeah, yeah I get that. Horrible tan line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you like, so it's not like... Let me oh, let me just get a good visual of what I think your dick looks okay. like right now. I'm thinking about your dick right okay. now. Um, okay. I'm take for right or wrong. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not done, dude. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm good. You know what? All right. it, you got a beautiful dick. If Thank I, you. Yeah. Thank you. It's like one of those <laughs> cute puppies. You're like, oh, my God, it's so small. It's adorable. I want to hug it. And then, you know. <laughs> That's so cute. Can I touch it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and then they... <laughs> It's like when you see like a teacup pig, you're like, oh, he's wanted one of these. <laughs> and then it just turns ugly at the I end. I want to keep him forever. He's mine now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Girls are like, I wish it could stay this size forever. Like, it does. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's always this size. Oh, uh, All right, two minutes in, and we're already talking about my penis. This is, that's a good record. It's usually about Don't five. tell your mom. Yeah, well, she's heard that uh, story. <laughs> she, she knows that one. I'm like, you've seen it. Um, so... You're not from here. Okay. So yeah. yeah. No. Yes, you're right. I am not from <laughs> where <are> you, where? <laughs> I'm not from here. That's how you segue into a yeah, conversation. What are you, a cop? What's going on? Who the fuck are you? All right. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i from Orange County, California. Like, oh, okay. Specifically, Huntington Beach, Newport Beach. Um, I grew up, you know, I was raised out there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I lived a bunch of places. And, like, uh, I, would, I was in the Army from 2005 to 2011. I was all oh, over shit. the place. Um, and then after I got out of the army, I just went back home to California. Mm-hmm. Um, I got out in 2011. So yeah, I was out there from 2011 to 2016. 
Yeah. Like right after I got out. And then that's when I got into comedy. Yeah. I mean, that's damn. When you left uh, for the army and then came back, did your views on people change? You know what? You like um, it, it's the first time you're removed from a community and mm-hmm. placed into a drastically different one. Yeah. So it's not like your views on people change. It's just you, you, you're exposed to a different way of living and like a different you know, purpose of things. And then it kind of creates a little bit of distance from you and other people. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, that's just the, the way it goes. But like, <clears throat> I would say like the one thing that it made me like the one way it made me change how I look at people is, mm-hmm. um, is that, you know, so when you're in the military, you're, you know, you're doing this thing for what's you know considered a higher purpose. And it feels like you're, you're all in like lifestyle. Like if you're, if you're going to be in a position where you're risking your life, you're putting your life, that's you're, you're investing your life into something. And, you know, if, since it's for a higher good, you know, for the, for, you know, for everything that they say it's for, it makes you feel like you have like a, a, a purpose that's like a very strong one, you know, mm. and that when you have a strong purpose like that, like life's easy, you know? Yeah. And then when you get out and you're back in the civilian sector and you look at what people are doing and, and you know, you, you think like a job is like you know, something you invest your life into, but you look at people that are like, no, I just do this for money every once in a while. That's not who I am. So it's, like, yeah. it's hard to find a purpose when you get out because it's like you have no one giving you training on how to do that. You have no one telling you what to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you really have to start all over in the sense of like finding a purpose. Mm. And that's, that's, that's hard for a lot of guys to do when they get out. Yeah. No, I get, I've I've had a lot of family members that like served and stuff. So that like when they came back, it was definitely a lot different. Um, So when you got back, um, what made you be like, you know what would be fun right now to do comedy? I think it's, um, I think there's a lot to comedy and humor that we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, there, it was something that baffled me. Like if you ask a million different people, you know, what do you think laughing is? Or what do you think humor is? Like, yeah, you'll get a million different answers possibly. Like no one really has, there's no one really has like an agreed upon definition of what it is because it's. It's a mysterious thing in the sense that, you know, laughter is an involuntary biological, physical response to something that's non-physical, like mm. two ideas. And it kind of makes, it's it's an interesting thing. Um, <clears throat> so I think there's a lot, like, physiologically, uh, psychologically, um, that we don't know about comedy yet. But I think there's something there that's super important for everyone to benefit from. And... <clears throat> I think the one thing that I find purpose in is if I I have very strong curiosities sometimes, mm-hmm. and so I I find it very fulfilling to pursue my curiosities, mm. you know things that I just find fascinating or things that I think are important. I think that that was a a decision I made. Like, all right, well, if I'm going to be investing my life into something, like I want to have a fun one. I want to have one that makes other people have fun. You know, I wanted to be I wanted it to be a good enjoyable life you know and so mm-hmm. I think that if you're going to choose something you got to choose what you love and I I can tell you I can tell anyone that nothing has made me feel as fulfilled as doing stand up comedy mm. like there's something there that really just throws coal in the fire for me like it's yeah. it, and I've never had that feeling with anything else yeah so 
that's yeah, that's my that's what I did when I got out. That's a good. I mean, that's yeah, that feeling. Do you think? So you mentioned that like there's so much stuff we don't know about comedy and like laughter and stuff. Yeah. Do you think we're taking a step back in terms of like so like you know how you're always like exploring things and doing like um, experiments stuff in science to learn new things about like how to cure cancer or how to like do this. So I feel like. Uh, when comedies first kind of like started, that was what plays for like Shakespeare, I guess technically. Um, I mean, I'm I'm gonna assume that humor has been around since the the beginning of man. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, um, but I mean, like, so like when that was happening, and like we had started doing stand up, like you know when that started happening, it was at first it was like. You know, oh, uh, you know, I don't get respect, and then it was all like, didn't get darker, and we kind of got darker with our jokes. So, do you think that we're taking at that point we were exploring more of what's funny, and now we're getting to like a wall where people are like, well, I don't want to find out anymore what's funny because I don't want to be the one to laugh at you making a joke about trans people or you making a joke about you know my religion or something like that. Because before I feel like and everybody's like, oh, you know, woke doesn't exist, and also, which obviously I don't care. I'm not. That's what I'm talking about. I just mean like. I feel like comedy as a whole, stand-up comedy has changed because it's more of like, I, I can't piss this person off, I can't piss that person off. And if I do piss that person off, now it's like, well, now I'm either out of a career or I got a weird following of people that are extreme. <clears throat> There's always going to be a cost for having an opinion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think that a lot of people who aren't um, the sharpest tools in the shed mistake jokes for opinions. mm um, and then they try and do whatever they can to get rid of that opinion because it contradicts something that they really believe in. Yeah. Or it's just something that they think needs to be done for the greater good. Like, mm-hmm. So I understand the clash there. Um, but I, to tell you the truth, I don't really give it much thought mm-hmm. only because it's none of my business. I right. mean, I'm, I'm in, I, I'm in comedy because I, I think I have a really good grasp of what is funny. Like if there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I do that I, you know, when I put out there that I'm working on, cause I think something might be there. Yeah. But there's also times where I'm like, this is funny. Like, this is good. Like, you yeah, know, I have like a, a confidence that I'm like, all right, I recognize this and I feel like I'm very clear that I can recognize that that's quality comedy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I have to have, I don't like, I don't really care how the, how it's received as mm-hmm. far as like ideologically, I don't really care. That that's a you thing. That has nothing to do with why I'm doing it. I'm just doing yeah. it to make people laugh. So yeah. and then but they think it's I'm putting up opinions out there and I'm I'm declaring things about, yeah. but it's really just fabricated contexts for effect. So it's mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's what comedy is. Like a lot of it's like you're you're experimenting with context. So therefore it's probably easier for really dumb people to mm-hmm. not understand that. Right. I mean, because they, they take things out of context all the time. And if you're you know, literally fabricating context for the sake of having a, setting up a punchline or something like that. Yeah, exactly. They don't get that. Yeah, it's like um, I don't think you should be you should worry about what you laugh at. Because, like, if you have your friends with you, you obviously – you're making fun of your friend. But that doesn't mean you hate your friend or what, you know. Yeah. So if someone goes up and makes a joke about, like, a gay person and I laugh, it's not because I hate gay people. It's just a funny joke. If he made a joke about a, a white dude that – has no job that'd be funny to me too you know but. i think it's interesting because there's there's two edges to that sword i mean the people who out themselves as being very offended by something mm. make themselves a target for even funnier people yeah you yeah. know so it's like you know you, if you have a problem with it all right just be an adult and keep it to yourself you know yeah like, like, don't 
Don't try and force it upon everyone else. Don't scream it out in the middle of the show with the professional comedian. Or do it. Fuck it. Some you can comedy do it, shows but... are boring. I love a curveball. <laughs> I love hecklers. Have you gotten any... What's like the worst heckler you think you've gotten? Holy shit. So... And what was the joke? Uh, the joke was the situation... Like, I... It was my worst bomb oh. ever. Um, like, bomb. Mm. I was in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, I'm not going to say the venue, but I was opening for Andrew Dice Clay. It was my 30th birthday. Oh, shit. And I got booed off the stage and, like, drinks thrown at me while I was on stage and people saying, get the fuck off the stage. If there's one crowd you don't want to bomb in front of, it's definitely Andrew Dice Clay fans. I can see that, yeah. And that, that, you know, ever since then, I'm like, it can't be that bad. Like, nothing will ever be that bad again. Yeah. So if I bomb now, I'm like, yeah. Okay, but you should have seen an actual. Yeah, like, I almost got stabbed. Like, yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> dude. You were John like, Cena walking into the uh, what's that ECW pay per view with Rob Van Dam? Like you just <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was you walking out, title up. You're like, I just ate shit. Yeah, but you learn great. how to take that and get back up and keep going. So it was a good learning curve for me, right? It was a good lesson, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I think my worst bomb. I've had some bad ones. My worst one was I did a show at an old folks home. And I told them I could do 45 minutes, which I could, but it's easier to do 45 minutes when people are listening or laughing or not about to die. So I went up there. The AC was broken, so it was 80-something degrees, so I'm sweating. There's all these old people. They've gotten to this cramped little room, and I, I'm, I'm doing okay. And then, like, 30 minutes in or 25 minutes in, I'm like, yeah, like, what do you guys get food around here, like filet mignon? And an old man in the back laughed and said, that's the funniest thing he said all day. Wow! Like, oh, and I just that was so, yeah. Same thing. Like, I can't. I've dealt with worse. I can't be that bad. Okay, cause that's always that's always tricky because the older you get, the more you just don't understand young kids and anything they do or think. Yeah. Right? So that was a that was a tall ask. I mean, how how far into comedy were you when you did that? It was last year. It was, it was this la- year. Or this my, year? Yeah, my last year. Yeah, it man, was that's a year, yeah. that's a tough crowd because think of how much they've seen and been through and just how unimpressive yeah. everything is at that point. Yeah, they're like, dude, I've like blown up ships of Nazis. Like, I don't <laughs> care. I'm like, I'm too old to deal with this. What also didn't help that I went. You guys said the queen died, and I was like, is it because you're next? So that probably wasn't the wow. best opener. I mean. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, letting people who are about to die know that they're... I was reminding them. Like, what if they forgot? <laughs> they're like, oh, man, I feel good I today. And I'm like, nope. Like, don't. that's not on their mind every day. Like, today could be the day. Damn, that's Today crazy. could be that's the scary. day. And you're like, yeah, it could be. And they're like, god damn it. Yeah, it is. Like, that, like it's weird to think about because, like, I guess, like, no matter how old you are, it is like that with life. It's like, it could be the day. Yeah. But that's to a point where you're like... Oh, we're about we're going skydiving. I don't want to do this, but I have to do this. Like yeah. you don't get a choice. Yeah. And we're in the back of the plane, like, yeah, we might get up there. But there they're like, at some point I'm gonna be pushed out of this plane, whether I wake up or don't. Yeah. I you know, I always thought I wasn't gonna have a long life. I've always had a feeling I was gonna like die young. Mm-hmm. And it's never been something that's really scared me. Like I wouldn't be the first person to die young. Like so it's not like it's a special thing. You yeah, know? it's something that happens to a lot of people. And I just I never thought I was gonna. I never thought I was gonna make it past like thirty-five. How old are you now? I'm th- I'm turning thirty-seven uh, in two weeks, something like. Oh, that. Oh, nice! Happy yeah. early birthday. 
Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm going to forget, so happy early birthday. Yeah, <laughs> it's, on rec- it's on record. It's all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for that. I think, you know, my 30s have been so much more enjoyable than my 20s. Like yeah? Yeah, you just, you're, you're more seated mm-hmm. in, like, you know, your perspective on things, and you kind of find a groove in your 30s that's, like, makes life a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah, and 20s were just, you know, wild and then getting, you know, trouble and failing and, you know. Being reckless, like that was yeah. my, I was reckless in my twenties. I had a lot of great times. I don't regret that, but yeah, yeah, at yeah. the same time, it's like you kind of get over all that. You're, yeah, you just get it out of your system. And you're like, all right, there's there's cooler things to look at. There's cooler things to do. Yeah, I mean, I feel like your twenties are kind of that age where you're like, all right, I'm not, I'm an adult, but I'm not an adult, so I can kind of you know fuck around and whatever. And then you get thirty, and you're like. Yeah. Okay. I guess I want a wife now. So, like, maybe. I mean, it. I mean, it's easy to want something, but you don't really know. I mean, a lot of guys, like, I think it's interesting how people are like, I want a wife. It's like, what's that even? Do you know what that's like? Yeah. How do you know what that's like? How do you know you want that? Yeah. You know, my dad didn't. So, like, how do you know you want it? Like, <laughs> like, dude, the divorce rate's so high. It's like I think people are like go out and they try and look for something, but like them looking for it, yeah, almost almost ensures that they're never really gonna find it. Like it always. Yeah. Somehow that kind of thing always seems to be the one finding you, you know, especially it always happens like when you're not looking for it. Dude, all that's yeah, it, that's exactly how it is. Like you don't go looking for it and then you're like, you know what? Like and you find someone and then once you find someone, every person that didn't give you the time of day is going to be like, what are you doing Friday? What are you doing? You're like, Isn't that strange? I fucking it hate does it. come yeah. in waves it's like that. It's always like that. There's, I don't understand it sometimes. Yeah. Like it's, it comes in like waves where it's like a lot and then it's like no, nothing. I think women know when you're happy. And they can't have that, so they're like, "Oh, fuck that!" <laughs> like, you're not, you know. <laughs> That's no, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that because I think uh, a lot of, I don't know, I'm not like. Some, I mean, mommies want us to be happy. Fucking, but... I'm not a ladies' man or anything like that. But something tells me that, like, when you're happy, you attract everyone, not just women. Yeah. You know, like I, I think that people want to be around happy people because everyone wants to be happy. That's yeah. That's a pretty important thing for a lot of people is happiness. Mm. So. Yeah, I think that it's just attractive to everyone. It's not just like a male-female dynamic thing. Yeah, I guess when I'm out at a bar, if someone's like having a good time, I'm like, oh, they're pretty cool. And if someone's in the corner, just like I'm like, well, they're going to shoot off the place. So like, Yeah, I guess it's just a vibe thing. Some people are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's, a, there's two happy, though, and it's usually drunk white women. That's where you, you draw the line on how happy someone can be. Because that's usually when it turns like racist or they want you to throw a punch at someone. You always know it's going to get bad. As soon as you're in a middle of in the middle of a conversation with one of them, and they're saying something to you, and they interrupt themselves by just closing their eyes and like dancing to the oh song. my god, that's, that's, that's a scary. That's a yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, when you're like, okay, this monster in front of me has just no idea what. Yeah, yeah, I saw the channel change yeah. real quick, and it's very concerning. You but, saw, but she's got nice tits, so I think I'm going to stay around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get hit. You saw the. You saw the, uh, you saw the dude things. Yeah, you saw Bruce Banner's eyes go green, and you're like, ah, shit! <laughs> like someone's going to smash, and I don't know if it's good or not. It's definitely like that. There's definitely a couple turning points. The ignition switch for a drunk white woman is definitely uh, Cardi B. Like that would just make a white woman like if she's drunk. Like I could have a glass of wine and Cardi B comes on. She's like, I want to make out with my best friend. You know what I mean? You know what? It's it's <laughs> right? every single woman that's ever sincerely told anyone that they're just living their best life. Oh my god! Or they it's, say they're on a journey. Though, if you said that, we're talking about. You. Well, that's who we're talking about. Uh, if you said, I'm just trying to live my best life, or I'm just living in my truth, oh yeah. my God. Oh, 
Oh, your truth's a lie. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> yeah. 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 you're lying. There's no yourself. such thing as anyone's truth. There's, There's just, just the truth. truth. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awful. That that one. Um, oh man, a good a good switch for a white woman. That's a good bit. Uh, yeah, a small dog. I think will okay. also change yeah. a drunk yeah, white woman absolutely. into yeah. And you know what? You know, I just think it's funny how they. Women always want like a pit bull of a dude. Yeah. And then, you know, for some reason, sometimes that pit bull just shrinks down into like this little shaking chihuahua. Yeah. Who just barks at any dude who gets near her. You know, like yeah. you, you shrink in this in this, you know, scariness and then yeah. you're just this innocent little thing. And then that's when they're like, you know, I think I want a pit bull again. Yeah, they're like, you know what? This can't protect me at night, and it yeah. shivers a lot, so I don't want it. Is it cold? No, it just shakes. We don't know why. It just also keeps humping me for some reason. Like, yeah. I don't want this to happen. Its eyes are going different directions. <laughs> oh, God. What an ugly what an ugly person. <laughs> when they shrunk their eyes, did, too. Why is its tongue hanging out of its face? <laughs> All the time. Oh, those dogs freak me out. Like, you know that tongue's dry as hell, dude. Like, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I wonder how those dogs uh, drink water. Like a straw, like Probably a dog straw. Bob for apples style. You have to <laughs> shove its head down and like go back and forth <laughs> or like flick its tongue for it. Makes it feel like it's doing it. Yeah. What do you oh, I got to go. I got to feed my dog and drown him a little bit. Yeah. I have to go waterboard my dog. He yeah. won't drink unless <laughs> he feels like a terrorist. Hydrated? Yeah. <laughs> I have to treat him like a terrorist or he won't drink his water. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so you did comedy. You did uh, the army. You moved a lot. Um so what's like your what's your end goal with comedy? Like what's like your? I mean, everyone's like, oh, I want to make it and you know do all this, but like, I mean, I made it. I'm on a podcast, you know. So like, I am already doing what my goal is. Oh, solid. Um, I think my goal. Like, I, a lot of people are like, well, where? What are your goals? Like, where do you see yourself down the line? And it's yeah. like, All right, there's only so much control I can have over that, especially in entertainment. Oh yeah. And so I think that I. You know, although all that stuff would be nice, I think it's something to aim for, you know, to mm-hmm. work hard for. But I really just take joy in, like, what I'm – how I'm doing it. Like, I guess it's, like, the cliche of, you know, I'm just enjoying the journey. Yeah. You know, I just – there's in, in entertainment these days, there's no set path on how to be successful. You yeah. Know? Granted, you can study success in the entertainment industry. There's been plenty of people who have written books about exactly what they did step by step. Yeah. I mean, so it's not like you can't study it, but at the same time, there's also no gatekeepers in entertainment anymore. It's like mm-hmm. you literally get to blaze your own trail. Do, yeah. If you think you're entertaining, prove it. Let's see how many people you can entertain. Yeah. Let's see how many people you can make laugh. That's yeah. an even harder one. That's that's a That's a dope thing. Yeah, I feel like making people laugh is like, because I've always told people this, you go to a concert, you hear music, oh, I feel happy. Like, a lot of stuff can make you feel happy, but like, the fact that I just wrote something that all these people think is also funny, yeah. and I wrote it to the point where they're all laughing about it, and all, it's like, holy shit, it's like a superpower. Yeah, I just, you know, I think, if I were to sum up what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do is set my set my life up in a way where the only thing that I'll have to be concerned with or worry about is just getting good. Mm. You know, I don't want to be distracted with, you know, how much money I have to make from this or, yeah. you know, who I have to work with and, you know, be political with. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to worry about any of that. I want to be able to do it my own way without, without that, without yeah. those, it's just noise to me. You know, if I could just focus on taking care of myself and being healthy, mm-hmm. you know, being a good member of my family and then just 
putting effort into trying to get better, mm-hmm. then I don't have to worry about where I'm going to be in five, ten years. Yeah, because it's 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 you're gonna make you're gonna make progress regardless if you just work and work on getting better. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my theory of things. Damn, that's a good way to look at stuff. I feel like I uh, it's easy to do, especially in when you're in a scene of like other people getting opportunities and you're like, how did that person get that opportunity there? Why didn't I get that opportunity? So it's great to be like, you know what? I'm actually doing really well for myself. Like it's easy to, it's, it's hard to have the outlook on uh, anything. Well, I mean, if you're going to get upset and you're going to be, if you're going to be like investing your identity in this whole comedy thing, like I'm not, I'm a failure if I'm not completely successful in comedy, but it's like, that's just nothing about who you are as a person. You know, like yeah. that, that has nothing to do with the value that you have as a human being. Like, yeah, it's just just the way the cards fell, the cookie crumbled, if you will. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I've you know, but at the same time, I've never heard of anyone failing who has done the right thing, mm-hmm. which is work hard and stay focused. I've never heard of a single person failing who legitimately worked their asses off. Yeah, like if you if you do that. Chances are really high, almost certainty that you're gonna be successful enough to feel okay about yourself. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people are worried about because they're not at the end goal yet. It's like, dude, you're where you're supposed to be right now, and yeah. you'll advance when you advance. It's just, are you getting better every day? Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, that's a really good way to put it too, because I think when people have an end game, like an end end game, then you get it, and then you're like, okay, well now what? Mm. Now I gotta push the goalpost. Now mm. I want like I got a sitcom. Okay, great. Now I want to do a movie. Right, yeah. I got my movie. Now what am I gonna do? I guess I can make another movie. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like just in, he said, just enjoy the ride. Exactly. Let it go out because like I'm like I'm doing shows like paid gigs, all stuff, and I'm like, damn. At one point, I was like, oh man, it's only paying this much, and then I'm like, what am I talking about, bro? I'm getting paid to fucking do comedy. Why am I upset about this? Yeah. Like, just getting over that. You got to get over your own like ego and pride, no matter where you're at in your journey because well, comics are hard on themselves man oh yeah that's dude. that's one thing that i've noticed about any comedy scene that i've been in there's a bunch of people who are really hard on themselves and not just as far as their jokes go like they're hard on themselves about a lot of things you know mm-hmm. um just sensitive people yeah oh for sure well also too it's like i know i'm hard on myself because i'll like i'll be on stage and you think you're like you get off stage, people are like, oh my god, dude, you crushed. That was so good. And you're like, I didn't hear anybody laughing. I only heard this, but and they're like, I'm you're like, I here. blacked out. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I touch the microphone and I'm gone. Like I don't. Yeah. I get. I'm like the Joker up there, like thinking I'm doing good, and then I'm not. You know. Sometimes you know you get up there when you're nervous, and that adrenaline is so intense that you just. You, it's hard for you to, I guess, observe things or. Yeah. You know, it's almost like it, it fucks with your memory because as soon as you get off stage, you're like, what just happened? Yeah. Like what? What did I say? What did I? Was I good? And then you have no idea. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've done jokes where people thought it was super funny. And they came up and said, "Hey, you're super funny." And I've done jokes that people have been like, "Hey, that wasn't funny at all. You shouldn't do that." Oh, a hundred percent. So whatever. <laughs> I love those are the best. They're like, "Yeah, that was not good." It sucks too when like you're you wrote it and you're like, "This is hilarious. This is gonna go good." And you say it and it bombs. And people are like, "Don't say that again." And you're like, "I love that joke. <laughs> like, why?" You're like, "The thing that I was really invested, like, confident in, was the one thing that just didn't work." Yeah, I don't know how my parents I, feel. That's, yeah. I mean, that's the feeling of it, though. It's like if you do a joke 
and you are like you're really convinced like this is going to be so fucking good Mm -hmm. and then you do it in front of 500 people and they all think it's great you're like oh my god there's no better feeling than that no however if you put that same joke and you got the exact opposite reaction where you said that joke you were so invested in you were so proud of in front of 500 people and not a soul laughed that's the equal opposite of that high it's, it feels oh my God, so bad in the gut, dude. yeah it's oh. it's a kick in the dick dude oh it sucks so bad and like, it, it literally it will physiologically it will it will fuck with you like you'll oh, be 100%. hung over. it feels like a hangover you're just like yeah. holy shit i get feel ED, like, it's the yeah. worst uh, <laughs> i go bomb a show my dick won't work afterwards <laughs> but that didn't work for sure um yeah the uh, it's also bad. I hate too when like you go to like a club or whatever and you tell a joke and it just crushes, mm-hmm. and you tell the exact same joke like the next day or somewhere else, and you might have said something a little different or not at all, uh. and it just like does nothing. You're like, wait, so was it funny or is it not funny? Like, yeah, but I mean, the more you do it, the more reactions you get. You'll come out with like an average, right? So like you'll be like Fair. more people than. Then, so more people think this is funny than don't think it's funny. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you can measure it like that, but I think it's just like, I think that's just how it feels when you're a comedian and you're still learning how to do different humor and different energy and different presentations mm-hmm. for each audience. It's you know each audience is unique, and I think that yeah. like if you're doing the same thing that you thought worked, you're gonna try and replicate that, but it might be a different audience. So. I think that's where a comedian will do something and fail and then realize, okay, this audience is different than this one, so I have to either tell a different joke or mm-hmm. tell the same joke a different way or present it a different way. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like you said, you know, the more crowds far you do it, you get an average and stuff. A lot of people don't realize, and it's mostly a lot of, like, young comics that come, I say young, you know, but, like, eight years of comedy, ten years of comedy is not a long time in comedy. And so, comedy, like, yeah, man, comedy is, comedy is, one of the only careers I know where it's you, if you work hard and mm-hmm. if you do everything right for 20 years, mm-hmm. then your career, then your career starts. Yeah. Exactly. Then you start making money. Mm-hmm. Like we can, you know, I mean, you can be happy that you, you get paid for gigs or when you start to get paid for gigs, it might be shit pay at first. And yeah. You can be like, I'm still getting paid to do it. And it feels good. But at exactly. the same time, you're not making money. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know, a lot of it just kind of covers expenses like for gas and like, yeah, you know, sometimes you're just, you're like, people will try and pay you in drinks and you're like, no, (laughs) you know, it's, it's one of those things, but you don't start making money, money until after like 20 years. And it's, and it feels like it's a wave you got to catch. Yeah. And then you have to learn how to ride that wave as you go, just ride it as long as you can. Don't say anything racist, stuff like that. You just stay up on that wave. Or if you're going to be racist, at least be fucking hilarious. Like if you're going to, if you're going to be that risky, it better be a good payoff. That's what a lot of people don't realize, too, because I feel – I definitely was this person, too. When people get into comedy, they're like, oh, I got to say some, like, raunchy shit. And they'll come up and they'll just say something that's blatantly racist, and you're like, well, there was no punchline to that. Like you just- It wasn't clever. It wasn't a setup. It was just you trying to shock people because you felt that you weren't allowed to say it, and therefore people were censoring you. Yeah, and you're, yeah, fighting it, against it, the man. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's just like this reaction to, like, this repression, and you're like, okay, I think I get what's going on there mentally. Like, yeah. I can tell, like, you just wanted to say that, and you thought it was funny that you were saying it because you get yeah. nervous about you saying it. 
And so you're like, well, I can say it to a microphone and there's no repercussions. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's the worst place to say it into, actually. If it gets louder, I used to do a joke about, like, uh, you go to clubs or whatever, like, how high the microphone gets on the volume. Mm. I'm like, there's, there comes a certain point where it becomes hate speech. Like, no matter how loud the microphone is. It like, it like you, hurts people's ears. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah like, I said at one point, I was like, damn, fuck, I'm giving, like, a Hitler speech. Like, it's awful. <laughs> like, this, is, this is a hate crime, how loud I'm speaking to you guys. Um, yeah, but damn, dude. People do that online too. Well, also they they go and they like they're on TikTok or anything, and they're like, "Oh man, this comic just said this. That means it's cool to say that." Or like Dave Chappelle talks about this, so I'm gonna go up there. I'm gonna make a joke about like that. I'm like, yeah. What? Also, Dave Chappelle's like made it funny. Like you know, took something. You're just up there being like drag shows, more like drag them. Never mind. But you know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to hear the drag show. No, I don't think it's a good idea. I want to hear it, dude. Uh, it was like, whoa, <laughs> drag shows. Why don't you drag them by their dicks out of here? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I always made fun of drag queens. I always said that they're gay clowns. That's all they are. <laughs> oh, man. It's a joke. I was like, I would always do it like in Durham, which is like the worst place to do. Like, oh, God. I love going down there. Like, now that we're on the topic, I think yeah. you and I were at a mic where I went down there with the sole intent of just saying shit yeah. that I knew. Yeah, all the I think there were like all the feminists in the crowd, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it was just dead silent. I was just maintaining eye contact with them, you saying have to, like you the worst respect. things ever. And that's yeah. that's what I went down there for. Just that was a that was a me thing. Yeah, yeah. I just I, it was I a little treat for yourself. I was like you know? exactly. It was, it was a little, a little candy at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm gonna get a little mint after dinner. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. It was just a little treat, treat. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah, treating myself to a little. <laughs> Angry feminist tonight, you know. Yeah, man. But it, those people need to loosen the fuck up anyway. But yeah, <laughs> I wasn't trying to get better that night. <laughs> oh, I, I, there's mics I go to or shows like me and, and Lenny and stuff, and we'll go to them and we'll look at each other like, let's just bomb here. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And we'll go up there and just say like the worst shit. He has this one joke, and I'm going to tell it wrong, uh, about how women are like pickles. They're super salty and they better come with a sandwich. And he says that good fucking joke. Dude. It's a great joke. Let me tell you what's not a great joke. It's not a good joke as your closer in a fucking very woke town of Durham. You know, I disagree. That's the perfect closer. It's great for us, but like when you're like, oh, we gotta run to the call after this. Some fat bitch is gonna there's kill a, us. There's an interesting balance that I think that the more I do this, the more I understand. It's like, all right, there's there's a difference between using shock humor for like the effect that like you enjoy. Yeah, I'm badass. Versus the yeah. effect of being a professional and going up there and learning that the yeah. entertainment is for the audience. It's yeah. not it's not for you. It's like it's hard for a comedian and especially you know, the fun ones to resist like to yeah. resist a little bit of fun. Now it's tempting, but yeah, man, you gotta you gotta figure out that like sometimes you gotta do jokes. You should be doing jokes just for the crowd. That's what makes you good. Not not for the jokes that make you fucking laugh because they didn't enjoy it. <laughs> it does actually get over really well. All his stuff is very dark and it gets over like super well. And I'm always like, I don't know how you're making these people laugh at someone hanging themselves. And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, all right, well, I find that a good challenge. Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> dude, fucking rolled but up in New you, York. Let me ask you this. Have you tried to do clean stuff? Like, have you challenged yourself? Like, you said you normally do dark stuff, right? Uh, normally, but I don't have like a lot of cussing and stuff in my sets, but okay. I do have like some stuff that's like, oh, this isn't like friendly, friendly. So uh, have you ever decided to challenge yourself and be like, you know, am, can I, am I capable of, of entertaining a family audience? Um, because I think that a lot of people who do dark humor don't realize that it takes a lot of work to be really good 
good at dark humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, 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 Especially with so many people doing it. It takes a lot of work to stand out doing that. Yeah, I feel like I should... Dark's probably not the best word to use, but, but I, like, I think when you're making jokes about, like, yourself, it's not really dark. You know what I mean? Like, I do, like, a lot of small dick jokes. Okay. And then... But then people were like, oh, my God, it's such dark humor. It's like, well, it's, like, lighthearted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not there, like, you know... Self-deprecation. Exactly. You okay. know, um... But yeah, I've actually tried. Uh, he's got a bunch of clean stuff, and I've done uh, some clean stuff. I will tell you, it is easier to write a dirty joke than it is a clean joke. Yeah, I was gonna say, but it it's takes, a lot it, since it takes a lot of skill to be good at doing dark humor. Yeah, once it to be a good joke, take that same skill if you just been like, "Hey, I'm curious, can I do family friendly comedy? Mm-hmm. Family friendly comedy?" Mm-hmm. And dude, you'd be surprised if you have the skill to do dark. That you, you, writing clean's easy. Yeah. So, what's your? It's just what do you something take that you're dark? vulnerable, about, vulnerable about. You know, like yeah. Like, I don't think people will think of. They respect if me if yeah. I'm. Yeah. If I'm telling yeah. jokes about like why my dad, you know. Um. What do you consider dark? Like, what's like a dark joke you consider? Um. What's a dark joke I can consider to be dark? What's a okay, joke you consider so to be dark? Sorry. Anthony Jeselnik had Perfect. this joke. And he is the master at doing good dark humor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's so many people try to do it, but, like, this guy has such great word economy and such great control. And, he, and it's so – he has the best misdirections. He said, um, you know, I, I once saw a pregnant woman get hit by a bus, or as I like to call it, a gender reveal party. Oh, God. <laughs> and it just it, – you know, that's a really – dark joke because yeah, it's horrible in order to get to this that really dark place where you're like oh shit and you laugh like mm-hmm. it, there's a leap there right yeah and not a lot of people were willing to take that leap you know that's a, no that's a hard leap to take yeah, that's a yeah. yeah you get but there is leaping involved to get to that point where you laugh. yeah and then as soon as people yeah. hear the it, all they need to hear the is the premise I saw a pregnant woman get hit by a bus. And they're either and they're in or out. turned off yeah. immediately. Yeah, they, don't yeah, yeah. Want, they don't even need to hear the end. They won't hear it anyway. Yeah, they're like, no, I'm done. Yeah. But but the rest of us psychopaths mm-hmm. were like, keep going. Yeah. Please, I need this. <laughs> yeah. I need the other people who are out there worse than me. That's why like, I find new porn genres. Porn genres. Because then I'm like, damn, people are some into fucked up shit. So what I'm into is not that bad. And let's keep going, you know. Yeah, you know, I don't think porn's uh, porn is really a good thing. You know? No, it's not. Oh no, I, I'm not. I'm not like. Oh, you know, we should check out porn. Oh, I thought you were making like porn recommendations. I'm like, this is the first time it's like I got referrals for porn. No, like, no, we just met, you. dude. I don't want to know what you're jerking <laughs> off to. Like, hey, Hunter, nice to meet you. Uh, hey, you lesbians. Know what works for me. <laughs> yeah, you know what gets me going. <laughs> We've, oh God, dude, that's definitely be a good entrance, like a good intro. Well, this guy. Uh, Hales from California. He jerks off the tranny porn. Give it up. <laughs> and they're like, what's going on? You like, could learn a lot about someone just by going off of their porn history. Yeah, but I can separate the art from the artist. If you, if, you re- if you know what made dudes pop, like it would oh. be, you, first of all, you'd lose your mind. Yeah, what if that was like your superpower, dude? You oh, know what God, every I dude, because then you could just like control You know dudes. what makes every guy come? Yeah, come. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, this guy's really into anal, so I'll whisper it in his ear. And you're like, anal's like, oh, fuck. Like, that's what you're like. <laughs> dude, you'd be a villain. Oh, you're just going around. <laughs> just being your like, superpower is a villain. <laughs> I know what makes you come. <laughs> no. Oh, dude, that'd be awful. Like, just knowing everyone's like a horrible kink they don't even know. Yeah. 
They're like, you're like All balloons. they have to do is say what it is and they come. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, dude. That, yeah, that's your power. You just say it and the guy comes. Oh, that's be awful. You know, I pulled you over because you're like watching Ebony. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> you're like just like go, you just get out of here, get out of here. <laughs> He's like all of a sudden in a really good mood and just wants to go home and He's go to bed. Like, oh my god, you I'm know, you know I'm sorry I pulled you over. I didn't mean that. You, you know, know have a good day. Cool sunglasses. You could also probably help marriages though. Yeah. Like you could like, all right, just stick it in, and I just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's your sister. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you could be a hero or a villain with this yeah, power. Yeah, that dude. is a superpower. It, it, Power corrupts absolutely. Oh I think, my god! I think you'd use it for both. Hundred percent. Oh, both jump into the conversation. He's like, I want to know about making guys come. And the only reason that's funny is because it will. There will never be a day where a man has the superpower of how to make a woman come. Oh, your power would only work on dudes. Yeah. I can't work on girls. <laughs> don't come. Like it's yeah. a superpower. It's not a, ma- a miracle worker. Like, yeah. <laughs> the female organ. Oh, orgasm. Oh, you mean the myth? The yeah. female. Oh. <laughs> the myth, the legend. Okay. And there's, uh, there's going to be people listening to this, but like, oh, they just can't make women come. Oh, they're just joking. Like, it's because yeah. you can't do it. Uh, okay. Calm down. Yeah. Don't make us say your kink can make you come in your yeah. car. Listen you, better to be ca- you better watch your mouth. Otherwise, I will make oh. you come. <laughs> I will force you to come. I will hold you down and make you come, dude. Like, that's. Oh, man. You could just, like, fuck with your buddies. You're just like, oh, I'm going to hang out with this girl tonight. You just text them. You're like. <laughs> you text them and it does it? <laughs> yeah. You just text them. He's like, what the fuck? Granny's. Oh! He's <laughs> like, like, just on the date. Just come, dude. He goes up to speak at a funeral and he was like, <laughs> it's like, Mouth. <laughs> oh man, I told you this podcast is fuck. We talked about you like, yeah, man, the war, it's nice. And I'm like, dude, what do you make a do come? Just like, yeah. <laughs> that oh, that'd be terrible warfare. They just make it. Oh my God. Come. It would be the messiest battlefield ever. Oh my God. It's being like. Be like, we are prepared to drop a nuke. And you're like, are you? Yeah. Because I heard you like, uh, double penetration. <laughs> oh, fuck. And you're like, I guess the war's over, playa. <laughs> Dude, fuck. Oh, it's just whispered kinks. Maybe Putin's listening to this. So we can end the Ukrainian war. Midget bondage. Like, what? Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's like... <laughs> oh, dude, ending wars by making dudes come is crazy. That's why we need a woman president. We need. <laughs> she can make other leader countries come, and then it's not good. Oh, okay, we have to come up with a. Uh, we'll, we'll get off of this. But I do need to know what's your what's your superhero and or villain name if you make dudes come. Oh God, I can't come up with that on the spot. There's yeah. so much to consider. The jerk, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the finisher, yeah. <laughs> Captain Explosion, <laughs> like, yeah. To... It would be like uh, play off the Punisher, but it'll be just be the finisher. Oh god. Yeah, that's what it would be. Your gun shoot kinks out like like <laughs> little flags and just say it instead of <laughs> like Wiley e. Coyote. You're just like. <laughs> It's just a bunch of psyops dropping pamphlets down, <laughs> yeah. making villages come left and right. <laughs> Wait, oh God, this is a, this is a horrible poor village. This dude's oh, just coming. Like, I don't know what's happening. You could also like just scour the room for pedophile, like children. You're like, oh, if one guy comes, you're like, oh, oh God, yeah, you would help the FBI find pedophile. Damn, dude, maybe more. I think this is a hero. This is a hero power for sure. It's a double-edged sword. It I'd is. hate to see a hero and a villain with the same power. Yeah, like Deadpool. They this would, would yeah, like... it would just be, it would, it would be the same result as nuclear Armageddon. It would be. It would just be so everyone bad. would be everyone would just be drowning in cum. Everyone's just so sticky. Like everything's just so sticky. 
<laughs> you know, we said we were going to get off this topic, but it's so fun to tag and so guy. much fun to carry. It's, it's we'll fun. say something and I'm like, oh, oh I got yeah, one. It's like I we're playing one. volleyball right now. We got a good rally going. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Oh, dude, just making a guy come is hilarious. <laughs> like, would you would you test it on yourself to make sure Absolutely. you're not a pedophile and I, be like, kids? All right, cool, cool. Like you're cutting a wire. <laughs> all right, uh, bestiality. Oh God, okay, good. I'm gay. Oh, ah, fuck. <laughs> you find out if you're gay or not. <laughs> you're just like <laughs> granny porn. Okay, thank God. Black guys? <laughs> oh, no. no. Okay, well, our computer shut us off, so I don't think we're talking about cum anymore. Yeah, you know, we could pick it back up. It's tempting, but we could. I, I think we, sh- we should move on. Okay, you're right. So why can't women come? No. <laughs> <laughs> what's their fucking problem? Yeah, what's the big deal? Take the stick out of your ass, dude, and come. Like, all right, no, no, no. We'll get back to the serious talk. This is going This is going from, like, this most serious podcast to be being like, you know what's gay? Guy's coming. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Uh, I always say podcasts should get delete like you podcast shouldn't exist like this one specifically Honestly, dude, it's really just listening to people stroke themselves off in a circle jerk it, it is it, it almost like I, I always kind of stayed away from podcasts because i just felt it was like no one wants to hear my bullshit like yeah we could talk about comedy and you know all these things that i'm interested in but yeah why the fuck would anyone care like yeah, don't, don't you have better things to listen to or do with your day yeah so i've always kind of like stayed away from it but I just recently started doing more of them, and I, you know, they're they're fun. You know, they're fun to do. Yeah, it's just a weird thing to me still. Like I I I, I kind of yeah. get uncomfortable putting like my conversations out there. Yeah, you know, I get that. I feel like it's also like, like you and I could sit here and talk without a microphone and laugh and shoot the shit and do this thing. I do my brother uh, Lenny all the time. Like we, I drove my brother to work. And we did literally 30 minutes of how funny it is that the government's lying to you about gasoline and your car can run on hot dog sauce. Like, like, boy, like grounded up hot dogs. Like, and so I was like, they're lying to you, like dude. Like Doc from Back to the Future. Yeah. Shoving banana peels in yes. the, the DeLorean. <laughs> yeah, but it's got to be a hot dog. You got to grind up a hot dog from Sheets. Um, but, uh, and you put the microphone in front of us and we're like, yes, yeah, so what'd you do today? That's pretty cool. Um uh, and it's like that, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you come across some gems, like the one we just did. Yeah. <laughs> all that cum talk. A lot of cum talk. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the other times you're just shooting the shit. I mean. Yeah. I mean, just, just joshing. Out. So, yeah. Hot talk is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it runs on your, your car runs on 20% ethanol and 80% hot dog juice. <laughs> like, that's. It has to be the juice. It's the juice, yeah. If you get a chunk of hot dog in there, you're fucked. (laughs) You can't. It's like chunked up hot dog's diesel engine. Um, I think it makes it easier, too, when you're not holding a microphone. Like, if it's just sitting in front of you, you're like, you know what? I can just talk. My hands are free, you know? You get used to it, though. Yeah. You know, like, Like, this is normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is is good. Um, You know, I'm just just looking right now. What, What is on that screen? Right there with the. Uh, that is a tiger hanging out with a black girl. Uh, Daniel Tiger's neighborhood seems like a rough neighborhood. No. <laughs> is this, okay, so my question is: Were you were you are you watching this or were you watching this or is this just like an, a commercial 
I think it's an ad. Okay. But I okay. won't lie to you. When you leave, I might, I might be like, let's see what this is about. Let's see what all. <laughs> dude, I would honestly, if I walk into a dude's place and he's like, oh, hey, dude, glad you're here. I was just hanging out. And like I look up and it's like Dora the Explorer or yeah. some shit. I'm going to be like, what the fuck is actually going on here? <laughs> hey, man, get yourself at home. Uh, I just got to make sure she makes it to the big hill. So yeah. I'll get with you in just a second. Like, <laughs> we already put, chose that path, Dora. It doesn't work. <laughs> like like, he's like super into yeah, it. Like, you're like, oh, God, you're like, dude. dude. I don't feel safe anymore. Oh, that's oh. Now I want to do that. Invite people over. Just have like a cartoon on. This guy definitely has someone in a pit. He lowers <laughs> yeah. lotion to every day. Uh, can we check your? Like, that's when you whisper. Uh, kids. Ah, they come. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta get out. I gotta leave. I gotta leave. That's a lot more uh, ethnic kid cartoons. Have you noticed that lately? Yeah, we're just. It's it's just the. New and improved Disney version of things. Yeah, I didn't sound like a, I don't say that as a bad. I'm not like, oh, of course, more Little Bill. No, I just mean like, I feel like there's more like a lot more Spanish cartoons. Like we just had Dragon Tales. That was our Spanish cartoon as a kid. I grew up in an era where I never saw Spanish cartoons. Oh damn! No, I, it's not that I, I never saw them, but I I knew that they probably existed, right? But you didn't want them to. That, I don't even, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but you hated that. We no. didn't want that, right? I just didn't care. Yeah. Just didn't care. It but you were like, fuck that, right? Like, Why would I want something right? I can't understand? It's none of my fucking business. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people are getting upset about like, it's almost like forced inclusiveness, like mandatory inclusiveness. It's like, yeah. that's not even realistic. Like, chill. Like, relax. Yeah. Not, it's... That, not everything has to be so mixed up all the time. And it's... Some people are upset by that because it's like, you know, it's almost like uh, abrasive to them. Like it's like, like feels like it's being forced on them. But at the same time, it's like I can understand how that might be good for younger people. Like let's say like cartoons are more diverse. Like it might be, it it would probably be, feel really good to be a kid who is a minority and see someone that looks like him being represented in entertainment. Oh, of course. I get I get both sides of it. It's just as soon as we start getting all these people who are so fierce about it, that's when it's like, all right, everyone shut the fuck up. Yeah, people let other people's stuff control them too much. Like, So like when the Little Mermaid trailer came out and she's black, and everyone's like, I can't believe she's fucking black! And I'm just like, well, if you make a live action, why don't you just make her white? But at the same time, I'm not going to fucking see it, so I don't care. Like, yeah. It's just like, guess what? I don't get why you did it, but I don't give a shit. That like, really didn't get in the way of my day. You yeah, know? you know what? I have a lot worse going. I can't afford to eat today. I'm not worried yeah. about a black mermaid. <laughs> like, it's just if you make two of them. No. Uh, <laughs> just if there's more than one. Uh, <laughs> they made Avatar. That's blue people. Did that piss you off, dude? It did. I hate blue people. Yeah, those are the worst. I was molested by the blue man group. So I, so. I grew up hating Smurfs, dude. Yeah, I was but... fucking done with them. I was like, if I ever fucking see a Smurf, I swear to God. If I see a super tall Native American Smurf, I swear to God. <laughs> it's funny when they make a when they when Hollywood makes a color of like a like a different color, but you know what the race is like. Like the yellow like filter that they put on footage whenever they're filming in Mexico. Yeah, like we yeah. know we're in Mexico. Yeah, because it looks dirty. Yeah, why do they do that? Because they're racist. They are. It's crazy. <laughs> you have to. I think it's like you got to know it's hot as fuck out here, dude. So we're gonna make we're gonna put a yellow lens. Like that's that is crazy to me though to put like. <laughs> like, hey, we're in Mexico. And just put Mexico. Or just show a Mexican. Did and you like, oh, use shit. the Mexico filter? <laughs> Guys, use the Mexico filter for that, please. <laughs> Editing was like, you know what? Leave it. That's awesome. It's cra- I think, like, back in the old days, it made sense to, like, change that. Cause, but now it's just like, we know you're in Mexico. 
Like, <laughs> why don't you just show it the way it is? Yeah. 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 Just show Mexico. Oh, it's just like everywhere else. Yeah. The colors are the same everywhere. That's Whoa. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. We. I don't know if it's hot there or not. It's almost like it's, that's a better depiction of life. Yeah. Instead of forcing it. Yeah. <laughs> is, are they? Maybe they put that filter on there to show you how bad it is, to like make you feel bad. Yeah. You're like look how yellow it is out in Mexico, and you're like, damn, that seems dangerous. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to land in yellow. Yeah, I don't, don't want to get off the plane in a yellow air place. Oh god, it's so yellow for no reason. <laughs> Everything looks like it's just made of sand. Yeah, like, <laughs> is there sand in Mexico? I don't know. <laughs> this movie's telling me yes, but uh, <laughs> I, th- I think uh, you mentioned like there. I think there is some um, inclusivity that they're doing that is being forced by the directors. But I think it's like a fuck you force. Like, we're only doing this to say fuck you. We're not doing it because, like, like, I feel like when the new Ninja Turtles movie coming out. Dude, being edgy with your inclusiveness is big market, big dollar right that's there. That's what it that's, is. You got to be edgy with inclusiveness. It's not about being edgy. Trying to it. push the envelope with inclusiveness. Yeah. To the point where there's, like, all minorities and, like, no white people. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, well, now what, bitch? And you're like, uh, I don't know. I like, uh, like. So they've changed April O'Neil over the years. Like first she was like, you know, the are ginger you, chick. Are you talking about the Ninja Turtle April? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that I remembered her name. Okay. I grew up loving Ninja Turtles. She's so hot. So anyway, they so she was like a hot ginger and then it was like she's still hot, still hot. And then like obviously for a kids cartoon, she's a younger girl, so ginger, and then they make her a black girl, and now she's a fat black girl. And you're like, what are we doing with this? Like that's <laughs> You're like, wait, wait, why, why am I having a problem with this yeah, right now? Yeah, why am I angry about <laughs> Hold this? Hold on, I think they fucking got me on this yeah. one. Ah, nah. shit, I'm racist. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> damn it. Maybe that's that's their woke power. They put a black person in front of you. You're like, I'm okay with that. Now she's fat and black. God ah, damn it, I can't handle this. <laughs> I can't. I don't like this anymore. I don't like this. It takes away from the believability about a four Ninja Turtles. <laughs> a black woman. I hate this. No, but I feel like it is just like a, they're becoming just like, we're doing this just to fuck with you. It does seem like that because it's it almost like they have enough data to look at. Oh, so if we do this, it pisses people off, which forces them to talk about it, which makes us get more exactly. clicks. Exactly. It's, it's on purpose. Sell. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a method to the madness. I'm definitely sure. Um, yeah. And I know that they do that just because if you can elicit an emotional response from a, a population of people, you can make money by doing that. Yeah, because people will hate watch it. People will yeah. like boycott it. People, people will like buy tickets just so no one else can go to people it. People will like, share it, giving their reviews of it. Yeah, I hate this fucking shit. Yeah. People, someone's like, oh, I kind of want to watch that, you know? Yeah, so there's always, I mean, <clears throat> I, I think that America is really changing because the all of our media runs off sensationalism mm-hmm. and clout, right? Yeah. It's like who can take something and push it to the extreme you yeah know, at the you know and it's just it's so unrealistic and then people are so adamant about consuming so much of it that they mistake it for like the real world and then you know they have problems with it but yeah yeah i just don't feel like it's genuine anymore oh, it's never been genuine I mean, well, well i know that like oh my god dude i've i've taught people about this people are like i'm gonna buy oreos this month because they're they put the gay pride flag on i'm like you only know did that so you would buy it yeah, like you don't need Oreos. Why are you buying Oreos now? Exactly. Because it's got that. Like when Skittles does like the every time Skittles does the Pride Skittles, they make them all white. And I always will go every time I get banned on Facebook, I comment, "I love my white power Skittles," because they just because <laughs> they're like this month the rainbow is only meant for one thing, and it's like you're literally a rainbow candy. Why are you not using the rainbow? Like <laughs> this is perfect for you. The <laughs> wait, so they do all white Skittles for what? 
for Pride Month. For Pride Month? Yeah, the rainbow candy goes all white, including their bag. And so I always, people what? always like, what? Oh, yeah. white power skills. Yeah, and so they ditched the rainbow. Yeah, the thing that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, no, why, do you know why they did, did they explain why? They said because it's only meant for one thing this month, to represent gay people, not gay candy. Gay candy probably tastes so much better I than like regular candy. I think so good, <laughs> yeah. But there are some salty pieces. Like, they're also like, oh. Okay, I know. Okay, we landed on cum again. No, just click. <laughs> I think salted caramel's a gay candy. <laughs> I think, no. I think peacocks are just gay turkeys. Too. I think they are, too. They are. They're very friendly boy turkeys. Uh, that's why turkeys are always angry, because their son came out as gay as a peacock, and they're like, fuck! <laughs> No, but God yeah, and he's so colorful. <laughs> he's making me angry. And the, the girl turkey's like, "Now, Richard, he's, like, he's gonna get shot. He's gonna get shot out there. He's fucking <laughs> like, no son of mine's a peacock." <laughs> Dad, I wanted to change to a veacock. Actually, he's like, "Ah, fuck! Oh, God damn it! <laughs> now you're changing uh, bird genders." Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, so it can't be because uh, they won't. Yeah, let's make white power skittles. That's They're just funny. white and gray. They didn't really think that all the way through. I think they knew they fucked up, but then they I were think, like, it's you know, too late. You know what I think they're doing? I think they're celebrating white supremacy yeah. in the face of Gay Pride Month. And oh, that dude. I cannot stand. Because it's so funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick if you come to find out uh, Skittles is like a super conservative company. Like, right? way far right. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? Fuck these queers. Yeah. Fucking white power Skittles. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, like, this gay-ass rainbow for too damn long. I'm sick of these colors. Yeah. What do you want to do for Black History Month? Fuck, put M&Ms in there. I don't know. Like, I don't... <laughs> like, just like... <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, force inclusive... Uh, force... What is it? Inclusiveness? Yeah. Yeah, I think I... I understand both sides of it, man. It's just more noise in the zeitgeist. It's just stuff I ignore for the most part. Yeah, I get it. It's all just dumb. Like, I, th- I think if you're too into one side of things... It's like, that's like if you're too far right or too far left, it's like, dude, just. Well, if you're reactive, period, you're going to get yeah. jerked left and right. You're just going to go from one reaction to the next reaction, and you're going to fucking lose your mind if you let this shit get to you. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if like Biden posted a Twitter account, he was like, I love the LSU college football or, you know, whatever. And someone's like, fuck that Alabama rules. They're like, oh, oh, racist. And you're like, really? oh, no, I didn't like the, yeah. That must be just fun, like, since that was so, like, it's so much more common for people to bring up or detect racism, but it's like, you have to think racist, like, in a racist way to be able to detect it. like, what? I think... It's like, why did you think that was racist? Oh, because this, and you're like, okay, that... You're racist. It's racist. It's like, racism's like farting, man. Whoever smelts it usually dealt it. Yeah, you you did it. Yeah, Yeah, it's all on you. I think racism is going to use so much, it's going to become white people's N-word later on in life. Like, he called me a racist. And they're like, oh, like, you know. They just walk around and go, what's up, I'm a racist. Yeah, what up, racist? And you're like, oh, there he is. Oh, dude. When someone dies, you make a shirt, my racist. It's like. Oh, dude, a racist life tattoo. My racist in Paris. Yeah. Oh, what a racist. Oh, I bet there's a bunch of racists in Paris. Where are my, where are my racists at? Raise your hands. Oh, all right. It's been an hour of nonsense. Jesus Christ. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, Do you want to plug anything? Me. Yeah, dude. You want to plug no, anything? No plug. Um, if you, I mean, you might come across me somewhere. I don't know. Oh, I don't really like want to put my... People are like, where can they yeah, find superhero. you? Yeah, uh, superhero. <laughs> you can't find me. Yeah. Um, 
You have to find me. You have to you have to search for me. Oh, like yeah. I, love I feel like a treasure that you have to hunt. Yeah. Yeah. That's Good luck sick. finding me. Like a peacock. <laughs> yeah, I have twelve followers. There's only twelve people in the world who have uh, ever found me. But no, yeah. Um social media, RJ Jurgensen comedy. That's it. I don't need to be plugged anyway. My social media is just my yeah, Patreon. Just that. Um, yeah. My agent says that I have to do this. This is mandatory. Also, this podcast brought to you by Pfizer. Oh. Uh, cut it. Cut it. I got it. <laughs> cut it. We can't. Erase all of that. No. I don't want to talk bad. We might get demonetized. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, it was really cool coming by. I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah, dude. This was sick. I'm glad you came by, too. I'm sorry that everything sucks. And I feel like I'm going to be able to fix all the audio. But... It's going to be sad and really funny if all that really super deep stuff you're talking about is just super quiet and the rest of it's like really fucking loud. But I'm going to fix it, so it's fine. Fuck it. Do it live. Let it ride. I don't all care right. what you put Run out it back. There, We're going to do a whole hour again. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Uh, you can follow us. Don't tell my mom podcast and our Patreon. It's a dollar a month. Uh, we're posting a new episode this week. So thanks. Bye.